and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And the topic of today is their finest. Because I didn't see Alien. <laughs> <laughs> well, we said we'd do their finest anyway. Yeah. So, uh, what to say? <laughs> well, we're going to say a lot. Well, I am anyway, because I did warn last week there's going to be spoilers on this. Because For I this have one. a lot to say about how it ends. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'd like so to hear that. So I know that. how much you love to actually spoil. Well, not spoil the film, but to talk about it properly. Yeah. So this is your opportunity to do that. Okay. Well, first of all, did you like the film? You know, I liked it in the entertaining kind, like in yeah, kind of way. I don't think it was extraordinary or anything like okay. different. But I just thought, ah, oh, you know, it's it's kind of a nice period drama, you know, to watch. But I, it's not like it's not. Something I'd actually pay to see. Kind of regret paying to see it when I. Oh really? Yeah, because it's like uh, poor John slept through it. I don't know why I dragged him into that one, um, and he didn't complain. God bless him. So and he would. It'd be <laughs> the type that he'd say, "Why are we watching this?" Yeah. Um, well, like, like well, what appeals to you about it in the first place? Because we hadn't planned on discussing this. Because there was nothing else really right. on, and I didn't want to watch. I think there was some kind of comedy that was very crappy, so I didn't even mention it to John because he'd want to watch that. So I just said, oh, there's this film about the war. <laughs> oh, right. So you thought it was a war film, and therefore he'd love it. Yeah, it's about the war. Yeah. So I said, oh, and they make films and stuff. And he's like, okay. So I think within 10 minutes, he's, he fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's grand. Um, like, it, it's lovely, and some bits of it uh, made me feel sad and all, but... Um, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about it. Like, I enjoyed it, but it's not a film that I'd go back and watch again or that I'd necessarily actually pay to see it if there was other things on. Okay. Well, I went back to watch it again. Okay. Um, But that's as as a result of our Australian correspondent, Jeanette, posting on that she absolutely loved it and mentioning it to me. Have you seen this? You must see this. And I was surprised because she and I tend to agree very much on films like this even though we disagreed at La La Land and so on. But I went to see it because I saw it in a film festival and was really looking forward to it. This was something I was dying to see. It's exactly my type of film. It's about the war, but it's about filmmaking during the war, yeah. a period I know very well, British filmmaking particularly. And I just said, I'm going to love this. And when I saw it in the festival, packed cinema, which is ideal, and was watching it, and most of the way through was going, yes, this is just what I want. Like, I just luxuriating in it, actually, just the way it was done, everything about it. And there's certain bits that I was going, that's a bit naff, but I'll forgive it because I love the film so much. And I remember thinking while I was watching it, thank God Richard Curtis wasn't involved in this because this is the sort of thing he would really mess up. This is the sort oh, of film yeah, they can make. Oh, yeah, he that. But he had yeah. nothing to do with it. But at the time, I was thinking, uh, this is the sort of film that they can make if they keep him out of it. Yeah. And then for me, at that time, there was a point in the film where it just went all the pot. I just thought, no. And then I hated it from there on. I just went, oh, no, this is crap. And everything that had been slightly irritating beforehand was wrecking my head from then on. I was going, no, that's just so crap. Everything about it. And I hated the film. I really, really hated the end because I was disappointed. Yeah. And I just felt it's just gone so um, love, actually, or about time, all this shit and... Bill Nighy, who I like in anything other than a Richard Curtis film, was just descending into that. I just said, it's cliche, it's crap. 
And then I said, right, I'm gonna, when we were going to talk about it, I said, well, I'll watch it again and just see how I feel at the start of it this time around, giving this attitude I have, that I just feel it's all so contrived. And, and I watched it again, came to that point, which I couldn't remember which point it was, but then it just came to that point in the film where I had just changed my mind completely. And this time around, I said, well, it's not actually that bad. That okay. moment. Yeah. And the moment is where the she comes back after finding, and this is where we're starting giving stuff away, where she comes back and finds out that her boyfriend, partner, who she's been pretending is her husband, has been cheating on her. Yeah. And then she goes back to the film set and has an argument with the screenwriter who's yeah. really in love with her. Yeah. And I just said, that just wouldn't happen. I felt it was just, at the time, when I saw it the first time, I just said, this is so contrived. The argument, they're not arguing over stuff that they wouldn't argue. They're, they're just fighting for the sake of fighting. For fighting, so yeah. So to throw the plot so, yeah, in the, another the direction. So, yeah, the comeback, but then the comeback as well would be yeah. more... Well, you, it, you it know, wouldn't be a film if they just yeah. came back and fell into each other's arms yeah. in a row and it's all over. So there had to be that there has to has to go in another direction. It's a yeah. structure. They have to. So they have to. Have, I said they've just thrown in around there for no apparent reason. It makes no sense. They're not arguing logically. They're saying things people wouldn't say. And I just, I just got so angry about that, that therefore at that point I was just no. This is just nonsense. So everything that follows on from now on is just based on that twist or that term yeah. and it's just ruined the film for me and therefore I don't like the film this is subconsciously I was thinking this yeah. and therefore everything that came after which was all supposed to be emotional and mental it's just not crap not crap this time around as I said when I watched it I suddenly said actually they would have that argument suddenly made sense and as a result of that wasn't hating the film so much everything was fine and I suddenly said actually yeah it's actually a very good film so okay. I have had a complete turnabout which just shows I know nothing about films Interesting. I mean, I do agree. It did like up until that point as well. I do like that kind of stuff because it, it always reminds me of things like, um, you know, Downton Abbey and yeah. I, I know. I know. I, I know some people don't like that kind of. Um, I like Downton Abbey, reference. but I don't think it's good. Yeah, but it's it's um, you know, that period drama normally yeah. is very very good, and I love war dramas as well. So I mean I do like all of that and um, the unexpected unexpectedness of the bombs and all that stuff I thought was very good. Yeah. And um, her reaction to it as well, like all these little things, these details, I I thought were you know very nice. And I did like the other people that were making the film as well. I thought it was very funny, like these little things, like the American guy. Yeah. <laughs> and all those kind of things. I did think it was nice. I don't like. What's the name? Sam Cuff- Kaufman? Kaufman? The guy who, who falls in love. Yeah. You don't like him normally. Sam Claffin, I think. Yeah, I don't really like him in fi- I don't know. I don't know why. I just don't like his vibe in films. Okay. I don't think they kind of go He's a together. central part of the film. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they kind of go together either, the two of them. Okay. I think they're kind of... There's no chemistry between yeah, them. Yeah, like I don't... I don't know. It kind of feels a bit forced and a bit... Um, cheesy well that's just that's what I felt yeah. after that point when they had that right up until that as I said everything was fine but all the things that I had accepted and and like you know the woman who works with them who he says is the spy for the ministry and she's so obviously a lesbian yeah and I mean it's a stereotype really offensive stereotype like I mean she dresses in suits and she's very aggressive and she says um, they'll put us back in our box when the war is over and I and 
up until that p- turning point, as I said, I was tolerated as, ah, well, they're just pandering to cliche, but maybe it's meant to be a send up of that. And yeah. then after that, I was going, every time she appeared, I got really angry and I said, no, that's stupid. And every time a tragedy happens, yeah, they're just throwing in these things just to balance it out. And then other things like the producer is very clearly based on Alexander Korda, who was a film producer, a Hungarian film producer in Britain at the time. He was a major figure. And I liked that at first, and then suddenly I hated it. I said, no, but he's nothing like the real Korda. And this, that's why I yeah. said it was just an adaptation. But I did like the chemistry between them. I did think they worked well together. I liked him, and I liked her, and I wanted them to get together until they had that row. But then this time round, I was saying yes, and then, because I knew what happened, like, what did you think when he gets killed in that freak accident? It's a major spoiler. Oh, yeah. Well, I did say, I warned you to say this. Someone gets killed. A lot of people get killed. But when he when that thing just falls in at the time. I didn't expect that. No, I didn't expect that. But I was going, oh, Jesus. In the film. I didn't care about them anymore. I said, yeah, of course, they're going to get back together. It's all just so contrived and so on. And I felt I bad for her. Like, it's just yeah. tragic stuff happens to her all the time I mean she's a very sad life but yeah. you know I kind of I don't know how I feel it's so weird I don't mm. know how I feel about this film because I do like it but it's not a film that blows my mind there are loads of things I don't like about it Okay. like the the whole death thing I was just like mm. what death his death his death and I was like kind of like why is that needed I don't yeah. see a point in it for him to, you know. Well, that's what I felt as well the first time. That I said, yeah, they've just thrown it in to really shake us up and so on. I have major tragedy yeah, in it yeah. well, And I don't really care. Because then we so were sh- shook up because your man cheated on her. And I knew that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I could see that coming yeah. right off. That she's coming back. Because they had that fight before she went. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's coming back very late for his whatever exhibition, the last day of his exhibition. Yeah. He probably kind of moved on and thought... You know, oh, fuck oh, this, well, I mean, she's well, not coming. That, like, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, why would I bother or whatever? So he went up with another girl. And then that really shook me up because I was like, oh, Jesus, the poor girl, you know, coming home to him and seeing that. Like, it's not something you'd you'd want, you know, to experience as well. When she came home and found yeah. the fellow yeah. yeah. But, I mean, after that, when she went off with your man and then they had that fight and then I don't know I think it went too long as well yeah you see I probably had the same reaction I did the first time but I didn't hate it passionately like you did well you see I was disappointed but not as intensely yeah like I mean you didn't feel when he was killed you felt sorry for her but you didn't feel oh that's gonna like I just got annoyed by that I said oh of course they're going to do that and then even then I was predicting what was going to happen next I said well of course it's going to be that she falls apart and she's becomes a recluse and it's going to be Bill Nighy who comes to bring her out of it and of course that's exactly what happened Yeah. and then when she went to see the film I said yes and there's going to be some really sentimental bit in the film that's going to set her off again yeah. and there was but when I all this is perfect it should be there like it should be Bill Nighy who comes and tells her well yeah that's what they funny. set it up for yeah. and I do love his character I, I do to too be I think he's very and good and I love it. your woman that is his agent. Uh, his agent. Yeah. I think she, as an actress, I think she is amazing. Have you, you know what you've seen her in Peaky Blinders? Yeah. I it. Yes. She is that. brilliant. I love her so much. Helen McCrory. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I just I'm so happy when I see her <laughs> acting because she's just so good. And she has that 
face. I don't know. That's so very character unique. Yeah, yeah, and it's very yeah. It's a character face, and that can adapt to because it's completely different characters. Oh she's yeah, playing yeah. To Peaky Blinders, both strong women though. Yeah, and I oh, I just really really love her, and I love him as well because I think he's so funny in it. Well, he is, and that's insane. normally, and I like him as an actor, and I find him acceptable in the Richard Curtis films, but still annoying as hell in the because I just hate those films. And that's what I thought this was. I says, yeah, they're just he's just playing Bill Nighy the way he this is my first. Yeah. But I said, even watching back, there was the scene where he thinks he's playing the lead in the film. Yeah. When he's talking with the agent. But they don't labor it. It just as he's talking about. Oh, I don't know. And then he just within seconds looks at his agent, his previous agent. And he says, you mean the old Uncle Willie? <laughs> and that's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. But it's just they don't force it. They have all the, it's all a lot of it is very subtle. And yeah. I love that. And I liked, as you mentioned earlier on, the American actor. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like, it's such a cliche. They're all stock characters yeah. thrown in there, but they, some of them work so well. And he's the American um, soldier who's drafted in to appeal to the American yeah. audience, but he can't act. And he acts so badly. It's really... And so all his lines in the film are off screen. Yeah. Like, you just have... They cut to show images while he's talking. Yeah. And it's obviously that he's reading it then or something like that. That, I thought, was brilliant. But that's what I'm saying in that bit at the end, which is the real high emotion. And it's so contrived to do that where she's in the cinema watching the film finally and she sees a clip of her and the writer on the on the dock. Yeah. Throwing the chips into the sea. It's a lovely moment from their past that just happens to be in the film. Yeah. And it is in one way, it's very unexpected because you say, oh, go logically, oh, of course they're probably filming it could be there yeah and my first reaction as I said the first time I said yeah that's just such a contrite thing to really emotional the second time I said oh I did get emotional you're so said, weird no I'm just I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong okay sometimes and you'll probably watch it again in hatred then yeah I'll watch it third time <laughs> saying no I was right that argument was <laughs> shite <laughs> yeah so I mean like it's 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 lovely in a way but I don't know it's 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 not the best period drama I've ever seen. Well, that's it. I mean, that's what I would ask because you said you love things like Downton yeah. Abbey. And have you seen Gosford Park? No. Oh, you should. Oh, you love Gosford Park. You love Downton Abbey. Like, I mean, it's okay. the same writer. Oh, it's you told me that loads thing, of yeah. times. Yeah. And oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm just saying because it comes back to me that you've mentioned. Right. And, and I'm a very bad girl it, yeah. for forgetting. Okay. <laughs> no, stop it. You, as soon as you said it, you said, yeah, she's going to milk that I'm a bad, bad girl. Yeah, there's our sound bites. Another one sorted. Um, but do you like period films like this? I do, in, yeah. Particularly British ones. Not necessarily. Like, I loved um, A Very Long Engagement, which is a war. Oh, yeah. You know, film. Um, I love war films, to be honest. Like, Hacksaw Ridge and Glorious Bastards. Like, it could okay. be as mad. As anything, oh yeah, but, but those, I just those like are... those. Yeah, and I like period dramas as well. Right. So when you involve the two, like yeah, the British ones are quite nice. I don't know why, because I love. You see, the thing about period dramas in England is that I love England so much because I think it's so grim and it's so cool. <laughs> but it is like London in the winter is just so amazing. The fog and everything, and it just reminds you mean me. in films or in reality? In reality, because I don't think they have a fog in London anymore. Uh, they do in the winter. Ah, uh, yeah. Even okay. when, like, every time I go, well, every time I go, I don't go all the time. But um, the last few times I was there in the winter, um, at night and stuff, and like very cloudy day, like it's really grim. 
It's a grim city in 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 the but winter. But you love England. Let's just no. I love it like that. Yes, I love England. Yeah, I love England. England. It's all grim. <laughs> like I don't know. I just really really love it, and I'm actually going to live there. And now people who live there are going to kill me. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's all those spoiler animal posters everywhere. That's the one who said England was grim and loves it. Because all the stories from there, you know, it's just like I've read books that are based in London and all, you know, all the Conan Doyle stuff mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Jack the Ripper and all these kind of books and Victorian London books and all that I don't know I just like yeah, that kind of stuff you're still highlighting the grim yes. <laughs> basically Jack the Ripper it's just, no, I, I, it's just cause I love grim stuff okay so that's why I love London when it's grim I love little alleyways where you can be raped and killed <laughs> you could potentially be raped and killed okay so this is London Tourist Board if you're listening here come to London it's grim well this is this is what I I can't wait to go one day because the only thing I've done every time I go now is go to Chelsea what I'd love to do when I go there, and I'd love to go by myself, is do the whole Ghostbuster in Whitechapel, okay. which they do at night. It's grim. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that, and that's why I like L- uh, Dublin in the winter as well. Because Dublin is grim. In the, in the yes, winter. because of the fogs. Oh, okay. And yeah, when uh, you go to Glendalough and all that, and the fogs in the winter, it's just, it's just lovely. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think now we're we're getting to the source of the issue here. It's, it's nothing to do with that there is a particularly strong London fog because we have it in Dublin as well, apparently. It's the fact that it's not Brazil. It's a different... You don't have fog over there then. Uh, not... Well, we do. And the winter in... Winter in South Brazil is very nice. So it is very grim because <laughs> the city is actually falling apart. <laughs> That's why. And there's actually... There is actually real violence there. Um, people do die <laughs> if you're going okay. around in the fog alone. So, I mean... <laughs> so, so basically, um, London and Dublin, to a certain extent, allow you to experience that, but not read. Oh, Scotland so, as well. Scotland. Oh, Edinburgh is so grim. <laughs> and it's just so cool. <laughs> this is good. I'm saying this isn't a compliment because yeah, it's so but it's not atmospherical. <laughs> atmospheric. Just atmospheric. You don't cold. need the cold. You don't need the cold. <laughs> But I want to put the car right, in there. All right. Yeah, Grimmel. Grimmel. Anyway, um, so I like period dramas and I like all these things. What was the other thing I watched recently as well? Well, Peaky Blinders is grim. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. But uh, I would say Liverpool. Liverpool oh. is grim and it's great. Brighton in the winter as well. I mean, it's just. Okay. Well, we do have a lot of listeners in UK. At least we did. So you've managed to alienate Scotland. Well, no, not the people in Glasgow because they hate everyone in Edinburgh anyway, so we're grand. Um, <laughs> what about Wales? I haven't been to Wales, oh, right. so I don't know, but I bet they're okay. grim. <laughs> Wales, she's coming to find the grimness of the, of your country. I mean, it is beautiful. And I do love London in the summer as well. Um, it's not grim. It's quite lovely. Um, but I don't know. I just, because I love these kind of medieval stuff that does like stories that are now <laughs> the past yeah history yeah history so i mean i just i just like that and i love you know the well, whole I mean, henry the eighth stories and all that stuff so i am i do and i i know it's not england or anything but i love edgar Allan poe he's one of my favorites and okay. he's very very grim so i mean i just I like think even his stories are called the grim yeah. <laughs> or something like so that. i mean i just like these kind of things so that's why i love period dramas 
period dramas normally aren't grim, but they just okay. remind me of Well, times. that was probably what was wrong here. It just wasn't grim enough. It yeah. was a lovely war, sort of celebration of what fun we had during the war. Yeah, the war was very grim. <laughs> Just gonna do that to everything now. If only I'd been there. (laughs) I missed out. I feel I've missed out on the war years. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, Brazil isn't grim. It's so boring. (laughs) It's hot and beautiful and tropical, but it's not grim. (laughs) So there's no point in going there. I'm joking. So one year in, we're now seeing a proper insight into the personality of Marina Grimgorski. Marina Grimsky. Yeah, (laughs) Grimsky. Okay, should I wrap it up, Mick? I think so. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to interfere. Okay, so, anyway. you know, it's been a while since we've done this, so I will give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, I'll give it a 9. This, this week. This time around, yeah. No, <laughs> you're a stars. Again. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, so I'll give it 4. I'll give it 4. So that's equivalent to 8. So okay. 4 stars. Next week, he might give it 2. Yeah, next week, he'll give it 1. Half a star, whatever. If I watch it again. Um. Okay. So I'd like to apologise to all the UK. Um, all the UK, the entire <laughs> island. Um. I do think you're very lovely. I just like grim stuff. So please don't be offended. Oh, please still continue to be grim. To have your grim pockets yeah. for Marina. I just wonder, like Christmas Carol, the book is yeah. set in a very kind of Oliver Twist. I mean, they're all great books. They're set all in, Dickens. Yeah, and they're all grim. In, well, they're set in grim times, kind of. Okay. I okay. love the plague. <laughs> Jane Austen. <not> pl- <laughs> Shakespeare and all these kind of things. Like I, I, Jane okay. Austen. Yes, it's Jane Austen. It's not grim. What? what? Jane There's Austen. grim about Jane Austen. Oh, no. But they're right. period dramas. Yeah, but they're not grim. No, that's not right. <laughs> oh, oh, so you will, you will allow that. Yeah. So that's your review of Pride and Prejudice one day. Entertaining, lovely characters. Not grim, but good yeah. at the same time. Okay, so let's just leave it there. And again, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brazil. I do love you. Clearly, you're not London. Okay. So <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Woohoo!